three lines from the top of the Amid, the Gemara will discuss many different items, and we bring a simon, Isha, Vikaka, Eza, Zeis, Shtei, Habrachis, Tagri, and Pachsi. Amar Belaz, Rabbalaz states, Ka Adam Sheinlo Isha, any person that's not married and doesn't have a wife, Eno Adam is not considered an Adam. Shinevin says in the Pasuk, Zachon, the Kim of Buram, Hakadish created a male and female, by Yikreshmam Adam, and he called them Adam. So you see, if a person doesn't have a wife, he's not considered Adam. The Amar Belaz, and Rabbalaz states, Ka Adam Sheinlo Kaka, a person that doesn't own any real estate, ain't an Adam is not called Adam. Shnem, it says the Pasuk, Hashemayim Shemayim Lashem, Ba'aris Nosam, Libnei Adam. So you see, a person needs to have Aritz in order to be called Adam. But Rabbi Blazer, Ma'idach Siv, Esloi, Ezer, Kenegdoi, that Kodesh Baruch created a woman as a helper against him, Zacha, Ezrasoi, if he's Zacha, and Rashi, other places, says, Im Yesh, Loi, Mazel, Taiv, if he has a good Mazel, then she will be a help of him, Loi, Zacha, but if he's not Zacha, Kenegdoi, she will be against him, as Rashi says, Chalukalav, she will fight with him, and she'll be soisa, and she'll go against his words. And others say, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar actually is a stira. The ksiv in the pasuk is kinagdoi. It doesn't have a yud. And Rashi says that comes from a lashon in the gida, a lashon of Malchus that your wife will hit you. The karinon and the kri is kinagdoi, as we say that he, she is against him or corresponding to him, and she's helping him. So we learn out zacha kinagdoi. If he's zacha, then it'll be for help for him. And if he's not zacha, then she'll be for strife and she will hit him. And the Gemara continues, Ashkei Rabbi Yisi Lelio, Rabbi Yisi found Elio, Amalei, he said to Elio, Ksiv Esalei Ezer, B'meh Isha Yisrael Adam, it says that a woman will help a person, how does a woman help a person? Amalei, Elio responded, Adam may be chitin, chitin kaisis, pishtun, pishtun laivish, if a person brings kernels into his house of wheat, does he eat the wheat kernels? Of course, he has to have his wife go and prepare it and make it into flour and do all the different avedas to make it into flour and then bake it into bread. And the same thing with pishtun, a person brings flax, it doesn't turn into linen by itself, it has to be spun, etc. And then the woman does that and creates begotten for him to wear. So so you find that your wife helps you and she enlightens your eyes and she makes you stand on your feet. And the deeper understanding is that even if a person comes into marriage unfinished, his wife, if she's smart, will be able to build him into a great person. And the Gemara continues, So we learn now, Originally, Adam had relationship with all the behemoths and chayas, and he wasn't settled and he wasn't happy and then uh, he was and then he realized that, that is the proper spouse for him that all the nations of the world will be benched through you there are two graphs that I'm going to bring and graph together with Klai even though that they start off as Goyim they will become Geirim and they will help Klai and the first one was Rus which of course was the Grandmother of David Amelach, and Nama, and Rashi says, Nama, Imo Shorichavam, she was the mother of Rechavam, Viyatsamimena, Chiskia, Baasa, Viyashavit, to have it Sadikim Gemurim, Viyashiawanavi, and not only Malachim came from her, but also a Navi Yeshaya was from her as well. And the Pasuk says, Kalmash Bukhay Sadama, that all the families of the world will have Bracha from Klaisol, Afil Mishbachas Hadarish Badama, even those lowly families that live in the earth, meaning they live in caves and in places which are not inhabited, Amos they will only have blessing and only have bracha through Klai Yisrael. And the Gemara continues in Dashans from the Pasuk So since it says the Lashon call all the Goyim of the land, all the different nations, even though 
those that go on ships and they travel from Italy to Spain, they only get bracha through Klai Yisrael. And as Taisa says, Mikol Darish, we learn after the word Kol, it's coming to Mimara, even sailors that don't generally stay on dry land and they're traveling by sea at most times. And the Gemara at this point is up to the similar Tagri of merchants. And the Gemara continues, that all types of professionals will eventually work the ground and become farmers. And it says in the Pasuk, that all the ones that are sailors and that are rowing ships, they will come down from their ships and they will become workers of the field. That there is no lower profession than being a farmer. And Rashi says, it's a lotion of becoming poor. Rabbi Leza saw this field that it was planted with its cabbage going on the width of the field. And usually people plant towards the length, they make their furrows towards the length, which is more efficient. So Rabbi Leza said, even if you would have planted towards the length, it still would be better to be in business and not to be a farmer. And Rashi says, you would be more profitable if you would be a businessman. Rav al Rav was walking between the stalks on the field. Chaznur the Kanaifin, he saw that they were swaying in the wind and it looked very nice. So Amalui said to the field, Imiyaifis is Nufe, if you want to go and sway, do you swaying all you want, even though it's beautiful, but But if you're going to go into business, that would be a better idea because you'd be more profitable. Amalav Rav says, it's better to spend $100 and to go into business and invest $100, because then you'll be able to eat meat and wine. However, if a person invests $100 into kaka, into farming, then all he'll have is the ability to eat salt and unripened vegetables. And not only is that the problem, because you're working the field and you're scared that people will go into the field and steal your produce, you'll have to sleep in your field because you're protecting your field. And also, you'll have fights as to the ownership of the field with your neighbors. And Amra Papa, Papa says, it's better to plant your own produce than to go and buy it. And even if it costs the same amount of money to go and plant your produce or to buy it, and by planting it, you actually have even a bigger problem because you have to actually do it yourself and you have the techa. Still, it's better to plant your own produce because it will be better. As Rashi says, that there's bracha that's found in something that's not bought with money. And also, since you plant it at home, therefore it will last longer and stay fresher longer. And some explain that since we have a cloud, that bracha cannot be found on something that was counted. So if you go and buy produce, that produce surely was counted because you're buying it based on a specific value for a pound, etc. And therefore, the bracha, of course, is better on something you produce in your own home and you never counted. And the Gemara continues, make sure you sell different products that you own in your home in order that you don't become poor. That's talking about something like carpets or different type of tapestries and different things that you have in your house. However, don't go and sell your begotten because maybe when you're going to need a new beged, you're not going to find a quality beged like you originally owned. And the Gemara continues, if someone has a hole in their wall, you should stuff it up and you should not go and make it nicer by making it wider and then 
cementing it and plastering it. Shepites relatively, and even if you wanted to make it a little bit nicer, and you wanted therefore make it a little bit wider and go and cement it and plaster it in order to make it look nice, then that is also fine. But you should not go and knock down the wall and rebuild the wall. And the reason is that if someone is Isaac in building, then eventually you'll become poor because there'll be overruns, etc. And the Meiri explains this Gemara is actually saying that if someone has a small hole, make sure to go and stuff it up right away because if you don't stuff it up right away, then it'll be get larger and you'll have to break down part of the wall in order to fix it. And also if you have a larger hole and at that point you don't go and fix that, then eventually it might fall down and you'll have to rebuild the wall. And the Gemara continues, Kafait Zavan Ara, that if someone has money, he should make sure to run and buy fields in order that he doesn't lose his money and he should put it into Kaka, but when he's trying to get married, he should be patient in order to go and marry a woman. And Rach says, Hamtin make sure you wait and you check out in order to make sure that she's not a bad woman. And the Gemara continues, when you're marrying a woman, make sure to lower your social class and marry a woman. As Rashi says, don't go marry a woman who is on a higher social class than you, because maybe she won't accept you into a class. And she'll always consider herself greater than you. But when you're looking for a great friend, make sure you go up a level because when you have friends, you'll learn from them and if they're on a better madriga than you, then you'll learn good things from them. And the Gemara continues, that Puranis come to world because of Klai Yisrael. And Rashi says, to get them nervous in order that they should do tshuva. It says in Pasuk, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu destroyed in different nations and that towers have become desolate and I have destroyed their streets. It says afterwards, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing this to the Goyim in order for Klai Yisrael to fear HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to fear that maybe he will go and bring Puranis to Klai Yisrael and they will take Musa. And the Gemara continues, Rav have a Muftim Rav Chia. Rav was leaving his uncle Rav Chia. Amalei, Rav Chia said to Rav, Rachmana Litzlach, Mimidi the Kashmir Mesa. HaKash Baruch should save you from the thing which is worse than death. And Rav was bothered, Umiyak Mimidi the Kashmir Mesa, is there anything worse than death? Nafik Dashrach, he went out and he found a Pasuk, that Shlom Amel says in Kahalas that I have found a woman to be worse than death. Now the Mesa, Rav Chia's bracha didn't work, and Rav have a commentary to Bisu. Rav's wife used to bother him and torment him. When he said to her, make for me certain lentils, she would make for me other beans. If he said, make these beans, she would make other lentils. But when Rav's son, Chia, was older, he used to go to his mother and switch the instructions to his mother. So if Rav really wanted Tlufri, he would tell his mother that he wanted Chimsi, and therefore his mother would make Tlufri, which was, of course, what Rav wanted. So seeing that he got what he wanted, so Amalei, Rav said to Chia, your mother is improving. Amalei, so Chia said, it's not because she's improving, it's just that I switched around the instructions. So Amalei, so Rav said to his son, this is the saying that people say, that the person and the child that comes from you, sometimes they will be able to teach you, and you taught me also something because I should have figured this out by myself. But still, you should not do this. Shinaman says in the Pasuk, make sure to train yourself not to speak anything that's false, because if you do so, then you'll continue lying. And the Achreinim Abadid, why Rab bring a Pasuk from Yermia, which is a Pasuk of Limdu Lushainim Dabashekha of Nulu, Lachari should have brought a Pasuk from Torah that says Midbashekhatechak. So some explain, because really over here, you could lie because it's Mishum Shalom bias, and you're Mishanim and Pnea Shalom. However, still, it will teach you to lie in other places, and that's why you're not lie in this example. And now that we saw that Rav's wife wasn't that great, Rav Chia also had the same problem. Rav Chia, having come entirely to Basu, Rav Chia's wife used to bother him and also antagonize him. 
However, when he was in the marketplace and he saw something nice that his wife would like, he would buy it and he'd bring her a present and he'd wrap it in some sort of a cloth. So Rav said to his uncle, she's not a great wife. Why you do this? I still have to have a curse type and I still have to be nice to her because it's enough by the fact that she's there to raise my children and also that she saves us from a chait. Rashi says, chait always refers to Gilar Rais and Rashi says, Hiravera, that a person's wife saves you from Hiravera. And the Gemara continues, Makrile Ravudu Rabbi Yitzchak Bray, Rabbi Yehuda was teaching the following Pasuk Rabbi Yitzchak his son and he told him, Pasuk and Kalos from Maitzani Marimavis as an Isha. So Amalei, so Rabbi Yitzchak his son turns to his father and says, Kagayman, who are you referring to? And he said, Kagayimcha, like your mother. And she is Marmi Mavis. In fact, Gemara Aini, is that true that she was Marmi Mavis? Well, Master Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yitzchak Bray, Rabbi Yehuda was teaching his son, Rabbi Yitzchak, Aina the Maitzik, Kuris Ruach, El Mishri Shaina. A person only finds that he's content with his first wife. She never says the Pasuk, Yehi Mekar Chabarach, Usmach Meishas Nuracha. A person's Mekar should be benched, and he should rejoice together with his wife that he was married to from when he was young. The Amalei, Kagoy Man. So Rabbi Yitzchak asked his father, Who are you referring to? Kagoy Imcha, like your mother. So you see that she wasn't Marmi Mavis. And that the Gemara says, Miskav Tekifa, Vabur Miabra Bimila, Enochinami's wife used to get very angry very quickly. She was Neyach Lechais, but she was also Neyach Lechais. She was also able to calm down very quickly. And the Gemara continues, Hechidami Ishira, what is considered Ishira, Amabaya, Baya stated, Mikashle Tacha, she prepares for him a Suda and his Shulchan, or Mikashle Puma, but she also prepares her mouth, Rashi says, Lekal Lugadev, she curses at him a lot, adds Man Suda until the time of the Suda, Kedele Tzare, in order to give him pain. And Rav Amam, that she prepares for him is Shulchan um Gaba, but she turns her back to him. Rashi says, She won't eat together with him as she causes him distress. Once a person marries a woman, then his abeyers stop. That once you find a good wife, then it'll cause you to stop up your abeyers and you'll have more rotten from Hashem. And this is like we said before, that a woman will hold this back from her abeyers. And the Gemara continues in the West in When a person got married, Amrile Hachide would say to him as follows: Matza Oimaitze, is your wife a Matza or is it a Maitze? Matza is it based on the pasuk of Mishlei that says Dechsev Matza Isha Matza Taiv? When you find a wife, you find goodness. Or Maitze, it was based on the pasuk in Kalas Dechsev that says the pasuk Umaitze Ani Mamimavus Esa Isha. Amrava Ishura Mitzvah Lagasha. If a person has a bad wife, as Rava defined before, that she makes him a student, she prepares his ushol but she turns his back on him by the suda in order to bother him. So Robert teaches us over here that you should divorce her. As the Pasuk says, that if you divorce and you separate yourself from a person who's a let's, then fighting will leave you and it'll end the din and calling having judgment and anger in your house. And the Gemara continues, If a person is married to a bad wife, but she has a very large ksuba and therefore you don't have enough money in order to divorce her, so then then the eighth is to go and get married to a second wife because once a wife has a competing wife with her, then it'll cause his first wife to become better. As people say, that it's better to bring another wife into your marriage, which will 
cause you to have shalom bias rather than using a thorn and rather than fighting with your wife. The Amr Rav and Rav says, Kashi Ishira Kiyom Sagra. A beard wife is like a stormy day. Shalomah says in the Pasuk, Del Terabiyom Sagra. The dripping of rain inside a person's house on a stormy day is the Ishus Midyan Mishtavis, similar to having a beard wife. And they explain because on a stormy day you can't go outside because, of course, it's raining and you can't come inside because you have a drip in your house, which is also causing you distress. So the same thing by your wife. If you stay all day outside, of course, at some point you have to come home and you have to deal with this bad wife. How great is a good wife? And how bad is a bad wife? If the Pasuk is actually talking about a wife, so you see the Torah is even Meshabech, a great wife. And if the Pasuk is using a muscle of a good wife to describe the Torah, so then certainly how great is that wife since we're using it as a muscle to the greatness of Torah. And how bad is a bad woman? And Robert says the same idea. If the Pasuk is talking about a bad wife, because you see how bad the wife is because the Torah says how bad she is. And if it's actually a marshal to Gehenim, so that we see the Torah compares a bad wife to Gehenim. And the Gemara continues and brings the Pasuk from Yirmiya. And the Pasuk says, And the Torah says, I'm going to bring on you such a terrible thing that you won't be able to escape from. So I'm Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Ravua, so Ishara, Ksubas Merubah, is referring to someone that has a bad wife and he has a large Ksuba and therefore he's not able to go and divorce her because he doesn't have enough money to pay the Ksuba. As the Pasuk says in Echa, that Kosh Baruch will deliver me into the hands of someone that I cannot withstand. So is referring again to someone that's married to a bad wife and he can't afford paying her Ksuba and therefore he can't divorce her. In Eretz they said, this is talking about someone who only way that he has any mezoinus is based on having money and based on having cash and he doesn't have any kaka. And as Rashi says, since this person only has cash and he doesn't have any land, so he can't plant his own tfua, the chalsham mates of a doyeg, shemetiyaka tfua, or you know, shari shava. And he's always worried that maybe the price of wheat and the price of tfua and paris will go up and increase and there'll be inflation and therefore he won't be able to afford supporting his family. So a person that has kaka, he could be self sustaining and he could plant his own tfua. The Gemara now brings a pasuk from Teicha, Benechu Benesechen, Asunum La'amacha, that your sons and your daughters will be given over to another nation. Amrav, it doesn't mean literally another nation. Zueshisav, it means that they will have a stepmother and they'll lose their mother. The pasuk says that Kaj Baruch tells us that he will punish us that will place you with a nation that is a novel. So Amrav, Zueshirah, Uksubas Merubah, this is referring to being placed in a marriage with a bad wife and her ksuba is very expensive. That a person that says that there is no God, meaning tzedukim or minim, they are the novel that's referred to in this pasuk when it says begoy novel achi isem. We learned in the brayso. We're talking about two different nations. Where they used to run around the shuk while they were not wearing any clothes. And there's no one that's worse and considered more of a guy novel than a person that works around the marketplace without having any clothing on. Rabbi Yechon says, these are certain Greek people that were very terrible and they used to do very bad things to Klai Yisrael. And as Rashi says, and the Gemara continues to discuss the
the terrible nature of these chabarim. So Amr Rabbi Echran, they told Rabbi Echran, Asa chabar l'bavol, that these chabarim are coming to Babel. So Rabbi Echran right away fell down. He was so distressed. Amr Lay, they said to him, Mikabli Shukta, these people actually will accept bribery. So Tarit Tzviyasiv, and he sat up and he strengthened himself and he wasn't as nervous. Gozo so they told him that these chabarim, they actually made Xeris on three different things. So Rabbi Echran said, it's coming as a Einish for three things that the people in Babel did. And the Gemara now goes through all three Xeris. They were Gaza, that a person cannot eat Basa Shkuta. Then he said, Rabbi Echen said, because Klai Yisrael was not Nizza on the Matnas Kuna, on the Zoya Lachai and the Keva. They make Xeris to stop using Mechatzais, stop using Beasavas, that's because the people in Babel weren't Nizza in Tfila properly. And the third Xer was, that they're actually digging up bodies and they're exhuming dead bodies. And Rabbi Echen said, that since Klai Yisrael would rejoice on their holidays, so therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu punished them, Midah Kenegah that Klai Yisrael would have to have Avelis. Shinemen says the passage, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that my hand will be against you and your forefathers. Now, since your forefathers are dead, what does that mean? So, this is referring to when people go and dig up corpses and they exhume dead bodies. The Amamabics, we learned, because the various of the live people, that's why dead bodies are exhumed. And the Gemara continues, Rabbi said to Rabbi Yimri tells us to Klala that all the people that die will not be gathered together and buried and their bodies will become like fertilizer on the earth. And then it says the next passage that it's better to choose death than to choose life. But how could that be if you're not going to even be buried? That's a terrible death. So Rabbi Murray said that Really, the second Pasuk is not telling us about the choice of the person. It's telling us that the Navi is saying that it's better for Russia that if he'd be alive, he'd continue doing Averis to go and die and have a terrible death that he won't even be buried than to stay alive and continue doing Averis because, of course, he'll have Einshim and he'll have to go Gehenim. And the Gemara continues, Kasub is Sefer Ben Sira. It's written in the Sefer Ben Sira. Ben Sira wrote a Sefer during the time of the second bias and eventually it was lost to us. However, there are certain Gemaras that bring down the Sefer Ben Sira and the Gemara in Sanhedrin actually discusses if the Sefer Ben Sira is something that we could read or we can't. However, the Gemara over here brings down certain parts of Ben Sira and it says, Isha Taiva Matana Taiva, that if you have a good wife, that's considered a great gift, and it's given to someone that's Yireel Kim. Isha if someone has a bad wife, it's considered like a Tsuras to a husband. you got you should divorce her, and then you'll be healed from your Tsuras. Isha Yafa Ashri Bailo, if someone has a beautiful wife, then how great and how fortunate is her husband, Mispayabam Kiflayim, that it's Consider like he has double his days because he'll be so happy and it'll be much more enjoyable. And as Rashi says, and the Gemara continues, a person should not go and stray after his eyes when he sees a beautiful woman, which is the wife of someone else, because maybe he'll be ensnared by her traps and maybe he'll come to be Mizana with her. Don't turn towards her husband to go and pour together wine and beer, basically telling us, don't become his drinking buddy because by looking at a beautiful woman many people eventually became destroyed and because many people because of her beauty went and were with her it would cause them death it caused them spiritual death 
And another thing that it says in Sefer Ben Sirah is that there were traveling salesmen that used to sell besamim to women and they used to go into the houses and sometimes the husband would come in and they would suspect that these traveling salesmen were having a relationship with their wives. And that's why he told us, that there were many people that were traveling salesmen that were beaten up by the husbands because they thought and they were chashid that they had znos with their wives. And Ben Sirah compared the house of a person that the traveling salesman goes into is like a spark that could start a great big fire and it's also like a nest of birds that's filled with birds meaning to say even though the spice salesman and the spice merchant is going in to sell her certain spices and he doesn't have intent to go and be mazana with her but once you go into her house you never know what will happen potentially it will lead to znus Mansiri also told us don't worry today about what will happen tomorrow that maybe there'll be terrible things that happen to you you don't know what will happen tomorrow because maybe tomorrow will come and maybe you'll already die and you won't even have this problem therefore you're worrying and you're distraught about things that are not even relevant to you on a world that's not even yours and another Itza from Ben make sure you don't have many people coming into your house and even those that come to your house make sure they don't come often to your house you should still be close to many people but even though you should have many friends make sure not to reveal your secrets only to one in every thousand. The only way that Mashiach could come is once all the Neshamas that are Guf already were brought out and every single child was born. Shnebet says the Pasuk, as we learned the other day. And Rashi and Dafsam of Bey said, that this Guf is some sort of a storehouse. And Rashi over here says, Guf and the Gemara continues, Tanya, and let's just read two psukim that are relevant to this Gemara. Parak test pasuk vav in Pashas Noach, which says Shayfich Dama Adam Ba'adam Dama Yishafach Kibitzalam El Kim Asas Adam. And then the next pasuk says in pasuk Zayin Ba'atim Puruvu Shir Tzbaritz Uruvuva. So the Gemara says Rabbi Lazar Imer Blazer states Call me Sheinai Superiorivia Kilu Shayfich Dama that anyone's not Isaac Superiorivia it's as if they killed a person Shnema. The first pasuk says Shayfich Dama Adam Ba'adam Dama Yishafach Vixibasrei Ba'atim Puruvu Rabbi Yakva Imer Kilu Memayit Hadmos it's as if he was Memayit the in the world, since the pasuk of Ba'atim Puruvu comes after it discusses Shevet Dama Adam and it also says therefore telling you that if you're not Mekayim Puruvu, it's considered like you killed a person and you might sell him in this world. And Amrulayl Ben Azay, they told Ben Azay, there are some people that dash in very nicely and they keep what they dash in, and some people keep the Torah but they don't dash so well, but you are someone that dashes very beautifully, but you don't actually keep what you said. Because, as we know, Ben Azir didn't get married. Ben Azir responded, What should I do? Because I desire to only learn. And therefore, it's possible that the world will be Makuyim through other people. But since it's Nafshi therefore I won't go and be Isaac Bipuru. And Taiz brings down that even though in Parak Afopi and Subas, it brings down that Ben Azir married the daughter of Rabbi Kiva to come house because it says over there Batish Rabbi Kiva of the little Ben Azayachi that the daughter of Rabbi Kiva also did the same to Ben Azay and she went and let him learn for 12 years so I'm a parakam and the to Nasa Vigirish that in Chanami it's true that he actually got married to Rabbi Kiva's daughter but right away he got divorced and the Gemara continues and brings
brings a similar brisa, but with one change. Tani idach Rabbelezer oimek komi sheinos b'peruviru kilu shev damish nema shev dama adum samakle ba'atim peruvu. And instead of Rabbi Yaakov, we say Rabbelezer ben Zayah oimek kilu mimayit adumos, and then ben Azayim again the same thing that you mimayit both in the adumos and you also kilu shev damim. Amalul ben Azay yeshna darish etc. And the entire Gemara is the same, except for the fact that we change Rabbi Yaakov to Rabbelezer ben Zayah, and we will stop over here.